Hey guys, so today I wanted to talk about what do you do when sanity leaves? What do you do when your mind starts to disconnect from your body and you feel like you're living in a daydream? This is a thing that happens to me uh, quite often where I just, my, my head is not where my feet are. And I have had a lot of stomach problems and the more people that I have gone to to see about that. I had a CAT scan, I had an endoscopy and all that. And the more of those things that we've checked off, the more evident it has become that in reality, it is mostly just worry. And that worry has been plaguing my life. <clears throat> so what do you do on a normal day? And I heard a man, uh, about my grandpa's age, who I have a lot of respect for, talk about how he would just, you know, sort of, his mind would just sort of wander into a really dark place and and not know where to go with that. And certainly in this time uh, in our country that this will probably be uh, attached to the election, all that, and it does apply to that, but I'm really speaking on a more personal level. What do you do when you start to lose your mind? And your sanity is starting to leave. Um, so here are a few things that help me when my mind goes in that direction. Number one, get around courage. Whether it be through a podcast or people or a YouTube video, however it works. Get around people that are very courageous, that are fearless in the face of the problems of life. So Fear is contagious, and when you get around it, it makes you more fearful. But courage is also contagious. And so if I'm having a day where I'm just feeling like really disconnected from my life and disconnected from my work or feeling that uh, existential dread that everything I'm doing is not really going to add up to anything and all that kind of stuff and worrying about these things that I can't control or maybe sh even shouldn't control... I'll listen to someone that is very filled with courage and their courage will really help bring sanity back into my mind because courage is what the future takes. It is what the present takes. So to listen to someone and to have the contagious nature of their courage where often me uh, really helps my sanity. Number two, get pulled in by something that interests you. I have this theory about why we're interested in the things we are, and that is, I think attraction to something is a mixture of identity and mystery, whether it be a hobby or a person uh, or a movie, that the things that we're attracted to, we subconsciously see some of ourselves in, we have some identity um, attached to it, and we also have an element of mystery in it, that it contains both mystery and identity, and that those are the things we're interested in. And so, again, if I really start to feel like I'm losing my sanity, and my mind is really going down a dark path, I will try to engage with something that I find very interesting, and the something about the interests will pull my sanity back to me it will sort of restore an element of that. And I think that's because 
um, let's say you're really into movies or something, and you listen to a great podcast with an actor you really like, the reason that that would restore sanity is there's something about that situation, that scenario, that is an archetypal uh, peak of something about you, that if some aspect of you were to be pushed to its fullest extent as far as it could go, it would look like that. And so when you get around that, much like when you get around courageous people, it is inspiring. It sort of pulls your sanity back to you. It restores some of your identity to you. The third thing is to... Wait, before we leave that topic, I want to say one more thing on that. Having listened to tons of interviews and podcasts and all that with people at the top of every industry, whether it be acting or tech or whatever, of every single aspect of life, the more you listen to those people, the more you realize that they're more like an average person than it seems like. They're not just like you, but they're more like you than you would think. They're not like the average person, but they're a lot more like the average person. And I would say, as we move forward through life and try to do things and try to improve things, it's important to remember that you're probably as smart as the average person doing the thing you'd like to do. Or at the very least, there is someone as dumb as you that is doing that thing. So don't throw in the towel too quickly. Okay, so we got those few things. On to the next thing. The next thing, and this is a huge one, is observe the serenity prayer. At the core of recovery is the serenity prayer. The serenity prayer, as many of you probably already know, is God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Now, like all things that are very profound and true, if you hear them enough times, they just start to be like a rhyme and they lose their meaning. They lose their significance. But there's something about pain that makes me humble, that when my mind goes to a very painful state, I become humble again, and I can hear that again, and I can really respect those words again and how meaningful they are. And it is very important for me as someone who, if I had to pick a miserable comfort zone, it would be worry. With someone with that bag of traits, it is very important for me to continually surrender these things to God that I cannot control everything past today, and that something else that I notice about people that are really successful is that they're very productive and they are very, um, they don't overly, they're not overly concerned with how every single thing could go wrong. They're very in their skin. And that brings me to the last thing. Take your time more seriously and take your doubt just slightly more nonchalantly. Don't ignore it. Don't pretend it's not there. Realize you could fail. It could hurt. You have been hurt before. You have failed before. You will fail again. It will hurt very bad. But what are you going to do with the rest of your life? If not, swing for something. So try to get to a place where the shame of embarrassment of failure is just gone. Because and this is something that I see among every very successful person that I try to get around mentally. They don't really understand, they don't really latch on to the shame 
of failure. They just keep it going. They just keep moving. They feel the rush of the positivity of being the person that tries, of being the person on the field. And they let that over uh, emphasize over the embarrassment of something going wrong. That they just go, they just go. They go for the next thing. They just keep it moving. They're always trying. They don't get caught up in the shame of how they could be embarrassed. And this is something that I've said since the beginning of this podcast. Most people aren't that concerned with you in any direction. Most people wouldn't be that concerned if you live or die. So do not let yourself put a glass ceiling in your life because you might embarrass yourself in front of them. They wouldn't care if you died, many of them. So do not let them be the thing that installs a lower ceiling on your life and how good it could be. And maybe you think that's all just wishful thinking and that why would you listen to me say any of that? And that's fair. If that's how you wanna think or that's where you are right now. Um, I understand that way of thinking too. I understand being deeply hurt in a way that lasts for a very long time. But another thing about very successful people is they've tried enough things that they've seen unexpected doors be open that when you try a bunch of things, every once in a while, a door you did not think was gonna open does open. And then the next time when you're about to take a risk, when you're about to decide whether or not to go for it, whether or not to risk the pain of hope, whether or not to go for it, if you've tried enough things and you've seen enough unexpected doors open, it reminds you that maybe this time unexpected doors could open for you again, that you are not inherently plagued, that you are not inherently cursed, that you are not inherently going to be a failure, that you are not held to what the past has been, that things could change, that hope is worth the risk that comes with it. And I hope that in some way this has been a small help to you and if you're anything like me and you're, you feel your sanity slip away from you, or we're in a situation like we are in the world where there are things that might be going a way you don't want and you can't control it, whether it be the election or some other grand thing. And as the control slips out of your hand and you don't know what comes next and the sanity starts to bleed out from you, may these few things be of some use to you. I love you guys and uh, I'll be back with you soon.